Dramatica analysis of Brief Encounter, recorded September 9th, 2015, led by Chris Huntley. Good evening. Tonight we watched Brief Encounter, um, which was brief, <laughs> more or less an hour and a half, more or less. And uh, let's identify the four through lines. Let's start off with that, as we normally do. So what is the overall story? What's the big picture about? Uh, a person who is uh, in love with somebody who's, and she's already married to somebody else. Okay, so broaden it out just a little bit. But you can be more specific. Not rather. You've got two married people who meet and have a relationship of some of, of a brief romantic <coughs> relationship. Yeah, that's brief. Yeah, yeah. Yes, okay. Kevin and Two married people have a I mean it I think if you at the time you probably could have called it an affair. Today <coughs> it's hardly, you know, even worth mentioning, but I think that's because they couldn't actually show or talk about a lot of things. Um, you know, the fact that she chose to go back to the the flat mm-hmm. with him alone was sure terribly scandalous. <coughs> <coughs> No, nothing really happened, but, you know. Uh, so I think it, you know, looking at it in the, the terms of the time, it probably was considered, it would have been considered an affair if it had been publicly known to spouses. All right, who is the main character? All right. Is it with a U? Did you, did you look it I up? I think or? it's with a U. Yeah, I mean, but that's phonetically. Yeah, that's how I would write it. And uh, any other? Anybody? Everybody okay with that? Yeah. I think it's going to be pretty fun. Okay. How about the influence character? Alec. Hmm. Doctor. Alec. Alec. Doctor Alec. Alec. All right. And uh, the kind of relationship? Romantic. <laughs> I mean, <clears throat> might even want to put it in here. Say it's a very frowned upon affair. Is that you know everybody? You get the sense that if anybody, everybody's looking for dirt, and you know, all of the people they run into, just testing to see if there's any little dirt, and uh, wanting to talk about it. Okay. Um, so let's pop over here. Talk about our main character resolve. Changes steadfast. Um, I well, any any thoughts? And uh, please give your reasoning why. You choose one or the other. Oh, come on. This isn't a very... This is a pretty surface <laughs> story. Steadfast. Okay, and and how is that? Well, I thought that from the get-go she didn't really want to get involved, but she kind of did against herself, and then in the end she's... But who called it off? He told her to tell him what to do, so I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, I mean, they're both... Kind of wishy-washy in terms of making it being any kind of indecisive. Um, he says he loves her, and she says she loves him. <clears throat> they start to do it, you know, to do this even though they're not supposed to, and they both know it's wrong. He seems to be okay with a lot more than she does. She seems to be the one who's really struggling with it. And where, where are we at the end with that? 
Or is she at the end with that? I think she still loves him, and she... I, I think she regrets almost not going with him. For, I don't. That was never a. Chi- that was never an option. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I'm not sure what movie you were, you were talking about. <laughs> that would be the modern version. Right? He invites her along with his wife and their two sons. Right. It would have been steadfast because she never, because she never changes. Like the beginning, she knew everything was wrong. She knew it was wrong. Even at the end, she was content. It was almost like she was content with what happened. That's what I got from it. Okay. Well, at the end, she says, like, I don't, I want to remember, actually. Like, I want to remember every moment. So maybe she changes. I don't know. Now I'm like... Well, I mean, if we, if, if there's, like, not a real strong consensus one way or another, the nice thing is, is that we can leave it unanswered and see if we can find other things that, that will maybe be stronger. Um, let's let's actually go to one, some let's get some answers that I think are pretty easy. <clears throat> let's let's go down here to the story outcome, success or failure. Yeah. <laughs> you know, hey, low hanging fruit, why not, you know? <laughs> Anybody have an idea whether this is a success or a failure story? Um, now, there are lots of ways you could read it, but... So, we haven't defined the goal, but what does it appear to be? It's the downer of the story. Right, which would indicate... Failure. Okay, and why? what's downer about it? Why, why do you think... They don't get each other. Okay, all right. Yeah, they don't have to. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. Now, it's, now, it's not as down as it could have been. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> it came close. <laughs> you, you, you can imagine a lot of bad things happening because everybody knows about it and all sorts of things. So, or she tried to pull that. You know, back so back. I. This, I'm. 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 You know, probably, but, you know, at the end, both marriages are still intact. Um, the families are still intact. The relationship is not intact. But, you know, so you, we may come back and want to re- re-examine this when we understand what maybe what the goal might be. Um, but I think clearly the judgment is bad. bad. So, which means we would either have a tragedy, failure, bad story, or a personal tragedy. And of the two, personal tragedy to me sounds more like it. Not that it's a happy ending, not that it's success, but they are able to successfully keep it a brief affair that doesn't go beyond the scope of their them, with the one exception of his his part his um, work buddy who basically says, I'm not going to say anything but give me my key back because you're not using my flat for any nookie, you know, so. But, I mean, you know, so it's it sort of, you know that it's pretty much stopped there. And at each opportunity where it could have been blown, it wasn't. And at the end, the husband is, you know, he is there for her and she seems to, sort of fall into him, not necessarily all happy and wonderful, but the marriage is still intact. And we assume that's what's going on with him, but we don't really know. So, we don't know. so just wanted to 
point so that out. It might not be a failure. It might be success, but it's it's definitely a downer. So we know for sure it's bad, and it may be failure. Okay, so she's not good because she's. No, she's pretty. She's pretty upset. Yeah. I mean, at the you end, she she was like relieved at the end, or she's completely. Uh, I th- I don't think <clears throat> this is gonna be something she she has happy thoughts about for okay. a long time. Maybe after therapy. <laughs> didn't you hear me, man? She wanted to go to Johannesburg, and she didn't. Right. No, she I got that. Terrible. Yeah, no. I, just, I didn't know. That's it. why I think. That's why I'm saying. I think that the success is sweet. That's why I don't. Yeah, I think it's a success failure, a success bad because it's. I think the relationship, her her home life is still intact. You know, this part does not destroy everything. Does not fall apart. This does. Um, And I think that's why, I mean, the illicit affair is only between the two of them, but it's about this, it's about these people who live in this world where this kind of behavior is completely frowned upon. They manage to keep it contained. It is is contained and it is over. You know, it is something that is, in fact, you know, has a, has closure to it. The sequel, on the other hand. Um, all right. How about the story limit? Time lock or option lock, and why? Can we rule out time lock? Yeah. Yeah. This isn't this isn't six weeks or something. You know, where it could been said, okay, we're gonna have six weekends or. Can I ask you a question yes. about that? So obviously there is a a time enforced deadline. He's going to Johannesburg. Is halfway through. The but he's not because he she says no, then he won't. Okay. But it is a but we don't know that until the, the last minute. Right. It's kind of like in Star Wars where they say, "Oh, 15 minutes till we're gonna blow it up." You know, they throw on this little, "Oh, there's a suddenly a time limit at the end," but it's really not. So my 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 question is: Is there are there any movies you know that don't aren't clearly time locks in the first act that end up being time locks? No. Okay. That's the whole point of it. Yeah. That's. The, the, the point is so that you know when the story is going to be over. What kinds of, what the, what is the scope of the story? Right. You know, how long or how big is it so that we can see that we're making progress? Right. I mean, you may not know exactly the number of them. You know, there may be only a certain number of options, but you don't necessarily, they don't have to be like monkey's paw. You've got three wishes, you know. Or in Annie McPhee, there are five lessons that must be taught. You know, it's, it needn't be as explicit as that. Um, just like you don't have to have a deadline say, okay, it's noon on Wednesday, three weeks from now, and, you know, with the clock or clock ticking down the whole time. You don't have to be that explicit. Um, but it won't hurt, you know, to remind the audience what it is. With an option lock, you can also have, there's a certain, there's a certain number of conditions that can be tried. Yeah. You know, it's like a certain number of area that you can explore, and once you've explored it, you know, there's nothing else you can explore. Well, I mean, the thing that, the reason I feel like this is, is a clear option is that they, every, it feels like everywhere they go, they get caught. So it's like, well, we can't go to the restaurant. That option is closed. We right. can't go to the apartment because people walk in on you anyway. We can't. Yes, that's exactly. Things. I mean, this yeah. is 
those are the things that to me. They can, and then finally, the last place was sort of the safe haven was the place at the train station, right? Which the busybody comes in and sees them on their last day, which is you know where we open up the movie. So, yeah, that's exactly how they rule... That's how they rule out those options of the locations where they can have an open relationship or even a closed relationship. And ironically, they can't even go to the movie theaters because the movies aren't that good. (laughs) (laughs) Well, don't you remember? Even the last time they went to the movies, she she makes the comment about the the hostess giving them that... that, Look, the stink eye. Mm-hmm. The stink eye, yeah. So, like, I know what you guys are doing, you know. So, which which is one of the, basically, which says, okay, we can't go back to this theater anymore. I mean, that's the point of her saying that. Yeah. It's like all of those venues are are one by one removed, and the last one is the, you know, the flat, and uh, the key is taken away. So, that's permanently not even, you know, Suggestively, but it's absolutely yeah. ticked off. And then, of course, the last one is okay. Can we even be in the same country together? <laughs> yeah. And it's the answer is okay. No. Okay. Well, that's pretty much rules out having a lasting relationship. Um, so yes, I think that <clears throat> seems to be an option. Story driver, action, or decision. It feels to me like a decision. I mean, just to keep deciding, we go meet him at the front. But at the very end, <coughs> see, the last thing where he has to leave felt like an action, right? So well, the first one is an action. The eye. The eye. Right. Okay. The, the first thing that, you know, I mean, the things that change the course of the story seem to be more action oriented. Okay. I wasn't here for the first one, so. <laughs> oh. So. Then getting caught. Them getting caught, yes, that that is a that's an action. Again, the way to think of it in terms of actions drive decisions, of decisions drive actions. Actions happen, decisions are made. So when things seem to happen that suddenly change the course of the story, that would imply it's a it's an action driven story. Um, and they don't have to be momentous; they just have to be. Um, enough to essentially force the change into of everything into a different direction. Right. And that's kind of why they are the limit. That's that's why we can see those happening again and again. Um, you know, so the sec the second time is is when they finally they do bump into again each other again. You know, they had the chance at the restaurant. Uh, right. At the restaurant. And there's no other place for him to be you know seated like oh here you know but that was that was the turn you know from the from the inciting event to the like the first act turn so, so I think it, it seems this this movie is pretty straightforward you know it, there's not a lot of um, <clears throat> there's not a lot of I don't want to say death to the story form, but there's not, they don't try to hide it. You know, it's really not trying to be clever about it. It's just trying to make sure that it covers all the bases and, and works. Um, I think probably at the time it was maybe a little more clever, but 
who've just seen this story so many times and many more complicated and, and clever ways of sort of doing the same thing. Um, so it does appear to be action. All right. Uh, let's go with main character approach. Dur or beer? She, uh... A beer, and why? She turns on music to feel better, and she kind of sulks. <laughs> <laughs> so how does sulking solve her problems? And remember, it's about problem solving. Smokes. Um... She does all these coping mechanisms to, to feel better about uh, uh, the smoking and music. Her problems is always by being. It's like she she uh, she pretends like oh you know my friend we met last you met we met we met last year at the party. So she's playing she's playing innocent she's playing la di da with all these situations. That's a, that's a, instead of running away or hiding. Yeah, that, that, that's good. What are some other ones that she she does? Yes, I would agree with you on that. <clears throat> she doesn't that's, initiate anything. Hmm, that's where you have to be careful about active and passive, because mm-hmm. you can have really assertive beers and very passive doers, so don't make that mistake. Um, I think the biggest beer one to me is at the end, I think she's so overwhelmed by the emotion, which is why she goes to throw herself onto the tracks. I don't think that's doing thing, even though it's running to the tracks, I think it's an emotional thing and that's why they use the Dutch She's to me that's an overwhelmed by emotion thing she talks about fainting mm-hmm. right after that, I mean those to me are very beer. Well look at the way she her friend is talking what is she doing, she's sort of tuning her out mm-hmm. you know, she's in her head, she's talking herself through it and then they fade back in and the friend is nah, I know our friend <laughs> The acquaintance, the busybody, is still yakking away. And that's, again, she's trying to solve it internally as opposed to externally, which is definitely much more of a beer's approach. And if, and it's a an action-driven story, so she's going to be a fish out of water. She's not going to be equipped, well-equipped, to move the story forward. So it's going to feel like she's ineffective or passive, but that's because she doesn't have the... Her preferences aren't aligned with the um, the skill set needed to sort of move solve problems in the in the overall story. So, are we okay with beer? Any question? All right. Um, let's go for growth. Stop or start? Do we have a sense of that? Is she her own worst enemy, or or does she have some behavior that she needs to stop in order to change? She has changed character. She's steadfast. She's holding out for something to stop. Or is she a, a start character? If she's a change character, she needs to step up to the plate. She needs to, you know, make learn how to make the first move or step in. Um, or if she's a steadfast character, she's waiting for something to begin. She's holding. You know, she's, you know, just holding on, waiting, waiting out as long as she can for something to start. Do any of those four sound strong enough to make a commitment? I usually skip this one myself, but I'm just... Which one is Hole in the Heart? That's that's a start character. I think she has a Hole in the Heart, but that fights other things, I think. Change stuff. 
Pardon me? Uh, change stopped for me. Okay, uh, and why? I'm waiting for her to stop trying to want to be with him, to stop being tormented by him, uh, to just let, dismiss him. That's what I was waiting. I was waiting for her to do that. And finally, at the end, she does dismiss him. She says, no, we cannot pursue this. No, you can't write to me. That's um, actually a little more descriptive of start, because if you're waiting for her to, that's a start, start story. A stop story is you need to learn to hold back. You know, it's the person who always, who, who needs to learn to draw back. You know, they've got the chip on the shoulders, they always react, and they need to sort of pull that back. That's a stop story. A start story is where they're hanging back and you, they need to step up to the plate. They need to is move, it a, is, grow is it simple, into it. Is it as simple in this case as she should stop going to meet the guy? Um, is But is that where... If she could learn, <clears throat> it could be. If she's a change, that would be. If she was a change character, because that would have to. We're talking about what's the behavior yeah. is coming from within. Right. Um, because she does seem to be the one who's, you know, acting first. Yeah. You know, showing up and waiting for him, and he's not there. But isn't um, he the one who initiates everything? He's the one who says, let's meet next week, let's do this, let's do that. Um, yes, he, he does. Yes, he does. It's her decision. I think it's start, because since the beginning, she was, even at the restaurant, you know, she was sitting alone, and he came in, she saw him, and he, she, he bas she basically invited him to sit down with her. So I feel like it's start. It just, it was, everything was a start. She was... She kept on, you know, seeing him different places. Like she was waiting for something. I guess the I guess the question is, uh, yeah, that's a great that's a great point. The question is though is, is what is she growing into? So now I think you know we, we maybe at the point we need to start looking over at the chart because I think that it gives a better idea of what because I could easily say if she didn't say if she didn't invite him, mm -hmm. there wouldn't be a problem. If she didn't show up, you know, looking, you know, that next Thursday, running around looking for him, then there wouldn't have been a problem. If she didn't meet him the next week, she there wouldn't be a problem, mm -hmm. you know. And so that would be a stop because you've got to stop basically making yourself available to this guy, um, which is essentially what she eventually does. She basically says, "It's over. We can't be doing this anymore," um, but. I don't know that I, that's not a for me that's not a strong argument because also did she really do that I feel like she keeps saying we gotta stop doing this and then she just shows up the next week and the only reason it ends is because he has to he has to go to Johannesburg right. and she finally tell him she tells him all the time so I thought yeah no but she had, but, but she's the one who has to pay the thing is she yeah she's constantly saying oh we have to stop doing this but she keeps it's not Telling him to stop, she actually has to stop showing up. Oh, okay. That's that's. I mean, if yeah. it, if it was a stop, that's how it would do it. Not saying it's a stop. You need to stop going mm -hmm. on Thursdays to bump into him or meeting with him. You know, how could you possibly get past this if you yourself can't stop that? 
you know, as opposed to if if it was if she was starred, then this is why it's really important to understand who she's who she is because we have to know where she, what she's what she's dealing with. Yeah. Well, she know. tells us explicitly like she wishes she didn't feel the need to have love, but she does. She says that. And that's a that's a hole in the heart. That's a, yeah, it's a big hole. I mean, that's a that's much more of a stark kind of a, a, a feel. Yeah. Um, you know, it's kind of it, the difference is is that is it are you being attracted to something or are you basically moving in when you probably need to hold back, you know, which would be a stop. Anyway, let's leave that one alone. Again, try we try to answer the ones that we know best, and you know, hey, how about Problem-solving style, linear or holistic. Do we have a, any kind of sense of this? The difference being, I mean, this is the this is the male fit mental sex, female mental sex question. So, in other words, does she try to solve problems by looking at things very linearly? If this, then that. Um, cause effect. Um, if I do this, then that will happen. Or is she looking at things based on the effect of on relationships and and you know, trying to keep balance in relationships. Um, does yes? I think she's very linear. Okay. Think, uh, we can't kiss here; they'll see us. Um, if I leave now, things will be okay. Michelle reverses herself and goes back, but she's trying to do it linearly. I think she's trying. To... If I go to your apartment, then we're really in, or not your apartment, but the flat, and this is going to be really bad that I'm going to leave, get off High Street because then he can't. Um, all that seems crazy to me. Okay. Anybody else? Yeah. The, the fact that she recounts the story in a very linear fashion, starting from the beginning and, and recounts everything up until the, the point, does that have anything to do with... No. No, because that's not her problem solving. That's her acting basically as narrator. Okay. So that, that is not... That that's the nature of narrative, you know. So this is really has to do with um, here is a woman who's married who begins to have an affair that you know starts off innocently enough, but always sparked with that extramarital you know uh, potential, and uh, it follows a natural course ending when they have to break up so that they won't destroy their their relation their their families essentially um, and their reputations and blah 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 all everything that goes along with that um, so you the narrative of that is going to be it, well it's not even presented linearly we start off at the end and it, you know it's recounted and it's you know you see it piecemeal, you're not seeing all the in-betweens. So, um, it's just the, you know, was it the same time next year? It's just the you know, same time next week. It's just recounting the important parts and sort of throwing out the stuff that's irrelevant. So, so that in, in and of itself, because he could have told the story and it would have and the same way and that wouldn't necessarily have meant he was a linear thinker either. I thought she was holistic because she says, well, I should have felt this, but I didn't and I don't know or, like, she has a sense of what the logical thing to do would be, but she doesn't do it, and she doesn't have a good answer. She just kind of does random. Well, I but think it's it, random as... 
I mean, just using your example, though, your she's the ex example you used is a linear example. I see this cause, and it doesn't have this okay. effect, and I don't understand that. You know, so it's so this is a problem. I'm looking to cause and effect to try to understand okay. it, and I'm not make, I don't understand that, which would mean that maybe it's not best understood linearly. It's better mm -hmm. understood holistically, and you might she might be able to figure out if in fact she's a linear thinker. But she says that a lot. Right, and and I think that would in, be inclined to say that that's the way she's trying to think. You know, she's trying to solve problems linearly, and it's not effective. It's not working for her. Mm -hmm. um, but that's what she's trying. She's trying to understand what's going on. And she's mm -hmm. trying to, you know, if I show up at this place, he will find me. If I don't show up there, he won't find me. And, of course, things aren't working out quite like that. <laughs> yeah. um, really, I didn't see many examples of her solving problems, but what I did see was when she lies... She then immediately covers her tracks, which I, I found to be a little I lied, so I bet you. Oh, oh, right. If you run into him, then. Yeah, if you run into him, then cover, cover for me that we had lunch. Oh, no, we're just talking. Okay. Well, <laughs> but also, her, her relationship with her husband, when she says, uh, I met this man, we should invite him to dinner. How about lunch? Were well, you never there at lunch precisely? That kind of interaction is that indicative of linear approach. It could be. It's not really much of a problem solving, but but it could be. It's kind of light. It's not not really close to her. You're gonna say something. Mm -hmm. I thought holistic because she at the beginning knew that it was kind of doomed from the beginning. Like she knew already. She already knew what the outcome was gonna be. They couldn't be together. That's why she was constantly, like, trying to tell him, no, 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 like, this can happen every time she met up with him. No, no, no. She made a decision to go be with them, but she knew it was going to happen. That's why I thought holistic. Okay. That was mine. Well, know. let's leave it alone. I mean, <laughs> no, this is, that, that I, I personally think it's always good to, when you have, when either you don't have a really good single answer for one, or you have multiple answers for more than one that I say move on and pick something else because hopefully other things that we that will have a lot stronger feelings about will then help tip the balance for us on that. So let's talk about the domains. What? Well, I've had everything wrong, but I think it's the heat. <laughs> <laughs> it is the heat. It's all the heat. Well, I don't <laughs> So, um, I mean, we don't, we, we, I think she's in a situation because she she realizes that she's, she's already married and, and well, but so is he. What I said, but so is he. Yeah, yeah, right. Um, and she's a. I mean, if she's a beer, then she would be in in the, one of these two. Yeah, would can we you have, explain the doer beer thing? Huh? Can you explain the doer beer thing? Explain the doer connection between doer beer and oh yes sure so the if you are a doer then what you are trying to do is you're trying to solve problems in the external world so that's what these two make doing situation activity external state and external process uh, a beer work tries to work things out internally so that's where you have manipulation or psychology and fixed attitude. 
Um, it's there for the uh, doer beer. That's not really so much a choice. Uh, it's the way that the story is set up for them that they're behaving that way within the context of the story. Unlike, you know, um, uh, I mean, they may have a, it, it's a preference, but it's not something that you can have them in another story and they might behave in a completely different content, you know, different fashion. So, but it's really, all of these things are conditional to the specific story you're looking at. Um, where do we see the overall story? I think that's the one thing we want to probably look. I, I think it's manipulation. Because? I think, um, well, the one example I was going to pull out actually was what um, Jerome pulled out to talk about her being a beer, but when she runs into her friends, she immediately sort of concocts a story to manipulate it to be the way that she wants them to perceive it. Um, I also found that in the bar, the scenes between the barmaid and the, the other people were them trying to manipulate her. Um, hey, give us a drink now. We get, just give us a chance to get you in trouble. Um, that felt manipulative. Um, and people the, putting on... And everyone's putting on a show. Anyway, so, yeah. And also just uh, yeah, dealing with their, with their feelings trying to figure out what are they going to do, uh, how do they feel about each other, and all that kind of stuff, felt very psychology. But is that just the OS, or is that the relationship? An overall story. So, though, is, it, is everybody okay with that? Everybody have an alternative? Anybody have an alternative? It's like, I like that one. <laughs> I also, I mean, I'll, I'll support it further by saying I think the, the relationship is activities. They go driving in the country, they go boating, they go back to the flat, they go to the movies, they go to eat. That is very... Their activity. Act activity is, as their relationship seems pretty clear to me. Too. Yes, okay. I think that's a, the, that combination is a really strong pair. You'd explain both sides, I think, very effectively. Everybody, everybody good with that? Yeah. Yep. Okay. And I'm just putting SS for subjective, this objective story, subjective story, just an easy way to think of it. Once the sort of the they perspective where we're looking at all of the characters, that's everybody in the story, not just the two lovebirds. And then the subjective story is the, the we story the, the, about the relationship. Is the relationship. All right. Now, this would, this would imply that our main character then would be fixed attitude character and our influence character would be the situation. Does that sound right or not? Is that consistent with what we're thinking of? Or, you know, what, what are the arguments for or against? I guess the question would be really with the impact character. How is he a situation? He's in the right place at the right time and he's a doctor and... He's available. He's available. Yeah. Well, I think, I think the, although I don't particularly think he was that handsome, but I, I think that everybody in the story, no, but everybody in the story certainly did. Oh, that's right. You know, I mean, almost every single woman commented on his looks, um, which was, you know, which, and 
I mean, if you're thinking about having someone, if you're going to have a, an affair with someone, someone who stands out might be a bit of a problem. <laughs> well, also, I mean, the only real situation too I can really pin down with him is that his station changes from being a doctor here to being a doctor in Africa. But that only that, that happens at the end. I mean, if you're saying what's his, what is his, what about his status or his station or his physicality? Is it that is forcing our main character to have to deal with her personal stuff? Is it that he's? Um, I think it's that his his situation is such that he's a GP somewhere else, but on Thursdays, which is her day to go into town, he's always there because his job puts him there on Thursday. Also, is that potentially? Because if that weren't true, she wouldn't keep running into him and wouldn't have to face her own problem. Right. There's sort of this out of towner kind of aspect of it, so that it's not not an interloper into her world so much as they are in the right place at the right time. Because he's also largely invisible when they go to this place, except for his one friend. Does anyone actually recognize him? Because mm-hmm. he's not a tenor. Well, we don't my, see it. We, I mean, friend, we see my, it all from her perspective, yeah. so we but don't keep really saying my He keeps saying my practice is in Shipley or Singley or whatever. But also, that's, that's, that is a, I think that's a good thing because they, they can't travel on the same train. Yeah. So he really is someone who's from someplace else and not someone that she's going to run into on her train or at home. Mm-hmm. So that he is effectively a foreigner you know, to her world, except on Thursdays, right. where they intersect. And I think that that actually might be a really good explanation for that. Okay, well then how do we see her as a fixed attitude character other than, no, no, we can't possibly do this, no, I'm sorry, this is terrible, we can't possibly do this, which of course is what she basically says all the time. It's like, no, 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 sorry, no, we, we, can't, we, can't, we can't do this, no, sorry. I mean, I, I honestly, like, I see her as, I mean, I'm going to jump down a layer if you don't mind. I don't, know if it's I don't mind. I think I see, I, I see her in contemplation because she keeps thinking everything over all the time, coming to the, the, the proper conclusion of I gotta not do this, but then does it anyway. So it's like, I, I think she's she's stuck in contemplation, and I that's why I saw her in fixed attitude. That might be the benchmark to quote Sandy, who's not here, but, <laughs> but that's how I was seeing. Because like, certainly contemplation and memory play a huge amount in. Her. What did you say? Memory what? Memory. Both contemplation and yeah, memory oh, yeah. play a very large role in... There's a lot of talk about love, too, and wanting to be numb. Right, subconscious and impulsive responses, right. But her first attitude is like, I'm a wife, this is unbecoming, this is undignified. Right, and, and that is... In my that's, station, don't do this. Right, that's, that's, that's her attitude. Yeah. Yeah. That's why she's in conflict. <laughs> that's why she's what? That's why she's in conflict. Right. Because that's her attitude. Yeah. If she was like, I'm a prostitute and I can yeah. do whatever I yeah, want. Yeah, I'm just going to do this. There's no conflict. Right. Also, there's more money. Or she was in a different <laughs> culture, right? Yeah. yeah. Some, something more modern now, it probably wouldn't be nearly as conflicted. Could be, though. Yeah. yeah lots of those stories, too. Okay. So then let's look at the, um, let's look at the concerns now, since we just sort of started talking about them. So we've got... Uh, the putting over 
Actually, another roll. This. All right. So, as you know, what we do is we tend to we have, when we pick one domain's concern, it picks all of them. So, if you pick the upper left, it's in the upper left for all all four domains. The upper right, it's the same. So essentially, we have four sets. We have a, the past, understanding, memories, well, the plan is one set. How things are changing, doing, also responses, playing a role. Present, gathering information or learning. Contemplations, conceiving an idea. And future, obtaining innermost desires, changing one's nature. Those are the four sets, and not in any particular order I tend to go with it. I mean, you can easily see um, in I think in, in, in her through line, because we, we spent a lot of time with, with uh, Laura, you know, memory, impulsive responses, contemplation, innermost desires, there's a lot of discussion of all of those. Yeah. I mean. um, and in the relationship, understanding, doing, obtaining, learning, you know, there's, there's a bunch of that, you know, that, those seem to be explored pretty thoroughly. I don't know, we, we I'm not sure if we know quite so much about our influence character, past, present, future, and progress, or how things are changing. Um, and he might be a, an indicator, because we don't see as much about him, what do we know that might be help us with our concerns. And the relationship, I mean, you clearly see playing a role, um, developing a plan, changing one's nature, giving an idea, I mean, those, they're, they're all there. So. What we want to do is we want to try to find the concern that is consistent throughout the whole story, as opposed to just focused on any particular act of act of. So, anybody have a? You only need to pick one and give an explanation for one, and then we can see if it's supported by the others. Anybody have a strong feeling? Anybody? I mean. Right. Anybody? Mike, you've already done, but everybody else, have, everybody else have something other than what Mike was talking about, whether it's anything other than for our main character, memories or contemplations. For the main character? For the main character, as a, as a concern. Not, not. I mean, we're going to explore everything. Um, I mean, because even, even if you get down to the variation level where you've got memories, truth, evidence, suspicion, falsehood, um, Impulsive responses, value, worth, confidence, worry, in contemplation, investigation, doubt, appraisal, reappraisal, innermost desire, closure, denial, hope, and dream. I mean, you see a lot of those touched on in her. So, I mean, I think we, because we spend so much time with her, we do see an awful lot of it. So, it's, I think this probably is a, a really good choice for her. This as her domain. So, everybody okay with either one of these as the concern? Yeah. So there's no animal's desires? No, that's sure. I'm asking. This is what Mike, Mike had said it was yeah. probably this. Maybe that if this is the benchmark. So I'm just asking you, do you, do you see uh, animal's desires or something, you know? I'm looking, I'm trying to find a... Well, yeah. I'm trying to find well, a consensus? Is that what you're trying to No, I'm trying to find alternatives first before oh. we find consensus. Oh, um, so I'll just throw out for, because it's a little different than what I had thought, but um, for her concern, innermost desire, she's just completely obsessed with love, like just the feelings that she feels whenever she's around him and whether or not she should be dealing with that. 
for future, I guess, maybe he's looking to the future like they could be together at some point. Seems weak argument there. Obtaining, because usually when there's stories like this, affairs, the obtaining is always the concern for the relationship story, because it's always about how they can get together and do what they want. Um, and there's issues of whether or not that's the right thing to do with everybody concerned, and whether or not they're not concerned with it. And then maybe changing one's nature, like their relationship is growing. I don't know. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I'm not sure that that's convincing. Yeah, it's convincing. I think. I think in the normal, in a more modern story, it's exactly where they are. Right. This definitely isn't a doesn't have a modern feel to it. Uh, So I don't. I don't understand that. What do you mean by it's a more modern story? Well, you know, as as well, it's also a British film too, so (laughs) it's a different culture. as as uh, cultures grow and change, their tastes change, and the types of stories that you know we like now aren't necessarily the same types of stories we liked in the 1940s. Um, the message underneath, the story forms actually are different. You know, we like in the last 15, 20 years the Cinderella story, like nobody's idea. Now, that I think is probably tied to a much larger, you know, manifest destiny, I'm rags to riches, you know, uh, very American story, but there are certain stories that are told over and over and over in a culture. Um, and that's, that's, so that's what I was talking about. So some decades have a di- explored different stories. Well, I even feel like with self-interest versus morality, like, she has a kid but it never even comes up. Like, if if I get caught, what's going to happen to my family? Like, that's not, which to me would be the internal struggle of a parent in a, in a potential affair, which is, I, if I get caught, it's not good for my family, it's not good for my children, so I can't do this, and that's right. not I mean, a part of this. That's the one you're, that's the story you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. oh, yeah. Which, which makes sense, which feels very like, oh, if I wrote that, I'd definitely have that scene right. in there. Right, and you have the dysfunctional just... family, relation, you know, commitments, and now rationalization, obligation, yeah. and, you know, responsibilities. But that's certainly, we don't hear any discussions about responsibility, very, very light. Yeah. And only like, maybe, in one act. It's not there all the time. Whereas, um, okay, so if it's not that, then what is it? Well, then I like Mike's. Huh? <laughs> I like Mike's. You mean right. contemplation? Yeah. Well, I mean, one of the things, he certainly does seem to be in the present. Yeah. You know, he's like, I'm here, I'm here right now, I'm not, not really looking beyond where this is going, I'm not looking where where it was. I just love you right now. You know, I just I'm right here in the moment. Mm-hmm. Sort of that in the moment pressure. We just, you know, don't think about you know. He doesn't say it, but it's like we're not. I'm not going to talk about the future except at the end, which is probably where we get Act Four is going to be about the future and the future. Uh, <laughs> but that yep. pressure, that pressure about the future, really does seem to. So then, is there a concern of gathering, like making sure nobody finds out? Making sure nobody learns, but it could also be like learning about love again, because she kind of wakes up to, and he seems like he wakes up. Mm. See, I thought that conceiving an idea fit into like the whole story, the overall story. 
which would be in the same place. They're worried about people finding out. Getting right? the idea Getting when something's idea. going And on. then he oh. conceives the idea of going to Africa. Like, so this is how as we're going to solve it. As a way out, right? Yeah. I also think, too, undergathering information, you know, prerequisites and preconditions, where we can meet so we don't get caught, preconditions, we can only meet on Thursdays, kind of a prerequisite, you know. Oh, and strategy. Yeah, I mean. But, like, I don't see how it's gathering information, but I see the prerequisite strategy. Well, not everything is, like, drummed into you, you know. Well, this is better understood, particularly in this instance, as learning. Rather than but gathering what are information. They learning? learning about each other. Learning about They le- don't know each other. <laughs> no, no, no. But here you've got two people who are married. They should know everything about uh, loving another person. Another loving another adult. And this is all very new. This okay. is all you know, it's like I have my husband and my kids and everything, so I should have everything I need, but I'm learning that there's this whole part of me that I'm, you know, loving it, you know, and it's it's new and it's different and it's scary and and you know and it worries me, but it also I'm willing to do things for it that I never thought I would. Learning things about you know what what a relationship can be that's not the same as the one back home. I mean, you think about what she's when she's comparing her husband to what she has with with. Um, with Alec, you know, she's even making comments that she, she laughs because it's sort of like, I've, you know, I've learned all these things about this other person and this relationship I, I, I can't have it with him and I can never even tell him about it he can never learn of this you know, because if he does, everything is going to be undone, and that's why I think memories and past and that that's, and understanding those as, as a as a benchmark, possibly, that's everything will be, you know, mm-hmm. and and to the end where she's saying, I want to use, I want to remember this, you know, I'm, and I want to sort of capture this. Who is she narrating to? She's narrating to herself. It's there's not like a she's not writing a letter no, at the beginning. No, no, or, she's talking to herself when she's. Well, no, 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 no. She's talking to her. She's narrating narrating and imagining what what she would say if she were to talk to her husband. Yes, yes. The last part. The first part, she's narrating it just over her friend because she'd like to talk, tell her friend what she's thinking about, you know, starting it all off. But then the latter latter half, she's she's essentially saying that if I could tell my husband this, but I can't, but this is what would, you know, this is what's bothering me. Yeah. So we're we're really literally just inside her head, and she's she's you know contemplating. Um, also, for for the relationship story, is it a lot of it could be seen as uh, gaining of experience? Uh, yeah, 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 absolutely. That that would all fit in in this area, because again, it's about like gathering information. Is I think is a it's such a narrow version of what this is, but gaining experience, learning, you know, uh, developing as a person or as a, as a blank, if this is a, as a relationship. Um, well, learning what it's like. Yeah, and I think that's, those are all different ways of looking at that. So, 
for the time being, let's let's assume that that's going to be it, and then I'm going to bring up the uh, software, and we can start to see what ramifications some of these might be having, and, and look at some of the elements and see where we might find where the problems are, you know, things that might be motivating her, and whether or not she is a changed character or not, and yeah. she's a stop or start. Well, we already know that. She's going to be a... Uh, a stop character uh, because I'm sorry this is uh, yeah so are you going to connect up your into that I'll just watch because I'm going to put the screen right here is that cool if I just leave this little guy here this little bot the bot yes I will bring this up you may need to yeah, yeah, move your screen. Oh, just, yeah. Okay, that's on. I need to plug that in. Now's a good time for a little musical interlude. <laughs> She's a beer. And I think it's an action option lock. One of the other ways you can think of the action or decision, especially since she's constantly dithering about her deciding, is that the trains are always showing up and pretty much forcing any kind of whatever has mm. to be done. Because like whenever there's something needs out, oh, suddenly the train is there. Okay, gotta gotta go. You know, it's so funny because I was thinking this was like without having seen it start. You know, she decides to go back to the flat, and that's why she gets caught by the guy. But I know she doesn't really get caught by the guy. It's just sort of if you're not being careful, you can kind of think that it's decision. Think that it's decision, right? You know. But I think the problem is she really needs to learn to stop going. Yeah. There on Thursdays, you know, that's really her problem. She's she's like a moth. And she has to like, yeah. Stop, stop going. You know, mm -hmm. learn to hold back. I mean, perfect example of that. She says, "No, no, no. I'm going to. I'm not going to go into the flat." Mm -hmm. And then, oh, I'm going to go in the flat. You know, yeah. it's like she was trying. She was really trying to hold back, but it didn't do it. Um. So we said that for our main character. Contemplation. All right. Save this. Let's go to the theme browser. All right. So if we look here. We've got our. Um, this is the area in our main character. So conceiving an idea. We no no we'll no sorry this. wrong one. That's the overall story. Contemplation, but I do like your explanation of conceiving an idea. I'm afraid people are going to people are going to get the idea of what's going on. Um, I think that's that's really concise. Um, so we have four different quads of elements here: certainty, potentiality, proaction, reaction. 
Probability, possibility, protection, inaction. Deduction, induction, acceptance, non-acceptance, reduction, production, evaluation, reevaluation. Uh, weren't we here this last month? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, in this same area? Hmm. Okay. So uh, the one that jumps out to me now that it's lower right is um, production, reduction, evaluation, reevaluation. And how so? I think she even says I make a mountain out of a molehill sort of thing, which is what production is all about. Mm-hmm. Somebody that's always making a bigger deal out of something that isn't there. And then she's constantly reevaluating and evaluating Oh, yeah. Back and forth, over and over again. I'm not sure what's what, but well, it's like is great because she keeps making vision and then not following and then not through. Following through. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Um, so I don't know what's what. <laughs> Maybe that's a problem. I would think so. She's aware of it, but it's. I know she's aware of it, but it's like in such passing. She says it. Yeah. It's almost like the author just saying, "Oh, her yeah. problem is she makes a mountain out of a molehill." Right. It's almost like it's a nagging thing she's not actually aware of. But yeah. That's how it came out for me. Well, let's. Evaluation be the problem. Okay. Um. In this case, reevaluation would be the simp. If it we if production. Was evaluation as the as the problem, because it's. I don't know, with the appraisal of a circumstance, well, we love each other, we have to... See, the thing is, I think she makes a lot out of something, but I don't think she does it openly. I don't think we see a lot of that. I think that's where, you know, sort of what her mind is doing, but, you know, she's sort of blowing things out of, blowing things out of proportion. Mm-hmm. Um, but do we see that... Hmm... Well, the source of her well, let's try it. Let's try it as the problem, and just see what we end up with. So we have some ideas. So we can always back out of it. So basically, it says that the symptom is reevaluation, which means reevaluation. Difference between evaluation and reevaluation is that evaluation is you make an assessment. Reevaluation is you make an assessment and compare it to previous assessments. So it's like I think this is good, but I thought used to think it was bad. So I'm going to go with something based on the, the awareness that there's this history. Evaluation doesn't take history into account. It just assumes it's all part of it. Um, so it's kind of like, uh, well, you know, I met up with you last week, and I met up with you the week before, and maybe this isn't a good idea. And then, but I can make this work if I just look at, if I look at just now, then it seems like it's an okay idea. You know, and she's constantly seems to be doing that. You know, she's she keeps sort of this awareness of what's happened before in mind. She sees it as a problem. But if she looks at it just on its merits, then it seems to be then then it's okay to go to the flat. Like no yeah. It almost comes off impulsively because it's not has no depth. Well, because it's well, by comparison to where she was when she th- sees a problem She's, she's taking it into a lot of other things and sort of saying, well, I thought it was a problem. I didn't think it was a problem last time, and it was. And I kind of think it's a problem now. And so if I, it probably means I probably shouldn't be doing this. Mm-hmm. But if I look at it by says, but I really want to do this, and no one's going to be in the room, and okay, let's do it. You know, <laughs> that's sort of the, the, the kind of way of looking at that. You know, even sort of when they're on the bridge, I feel like the guy says, hey, I know what you're going to say. It's like she's just carrying all the baggage of the previous stuff on her mind. 
when they're actually together and she's not. And if she's if she's a steadfast character, then effectively she's going to stay with using the evaluation reevaluation technique. Um, if she's a change character, then she's going to basically learn that making more out of something that than really is there is not useful, and that the solution to it is to really sort of narrow things down, bring them down, as opposed to building them up. You know, not not down to a single choice, but just sort of narrow it down, reduce it down to a, a much more manageable set. So, just be happy with her, with her husband, life. right? I mean, it's kind of like what she said. said. Well, it's kind of what she said at the end. It's like, okay, I know that there's this world of all these possibilities, all all of this potential, and you know, and big things can be made out of it. But that's just creating. I can't live with that. So I can reduce my. You know, if I if I go with a reduced set, then which is which I have, which is my husband, who's not very emotional, and mm-hmm. you know, but he's very he's there for me, and he's. Um, I can try. Maybe I maybe I can make this work. Then that would sound more bad. Then then I then I can buy switch. If she do, if it, if she doesn't really like that, yeah, that would be well, no, bad. Because that's yeah. yeah. I don't because think the see, author's trying to say the idea of what bad is is not whether or not you change. Because so you can adopt a solution, and if it doesn't work for you, then then that's bad. That's why you can have bad if you change, and you can have bad if you remain steadfast. Because I'm going to stay the course. Oops, I'm not really happy about that choice. I'm going to change. I'm not really happy about that choice. That's bad is just independent of whether or not which which path you choose. So if she settles for less, she's settling for less. Yeah, and she's not really necessarily happy about it. Is that our point of view on it now, or is that I think what the intention was then? Was it um, settling, or was it... I don't know that's that. That's a good point, Coming though. back to reality and stability. Like in 1945, isn't that it, like... It doesn't really matter, because it... it bec- well, no, it doesn't matter because un- because we're not talking about settling with reduction. See, that's the difference. This is why this is culture-independent. This is culture-agnostic, rather. Because what reduction means now, which might be thought of as settling... And what reduction then might just be, I'm going to live my smaller life. Mm-hmm. That's, both of those fit that description. So, um, you know, that's that's why you always want to try to pull from the from the work if you're doing analysis, because you're trying to see what, what do they use and what does that mean. Um, I'm looking more towards a judgment perspective, though. Because you're thinking good. Because I'm thinking it might be good. Oh, she she came back to. She breaks right. down into tears. She yeah. sure didn't seem. No, it didn't she, seem she, to be. It didn't, pardon my age, but I'm I'm happy you're here. And I'm glad you're here. From yeah, she she wasn't in a good place. Really? It didn't seem to be. I mean, I, it did not. It didn't appear that she was in a really happy place at that point. And also, not to mention that she had just spent however long her husband was looking at her. Living a bad dream. It says wherever you were. And and remember, dream. she's saying, "I can't tell you any of this." You know, I'd I'd love to basically dump on you and 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 be honest with you, but I can't because then you even if it's at the end of your life, because you'll go back and rewrite everything, every happy memory you had, 
and put it in the context of what you now know. No, I, I, I get contextually now, it's, it's terrible. But, but back then, I don't I don't think this was a. No, it was I think so it was. A, I think it was supposed to be a sad movie. I, the music, if nothing else, mm -hmm. would indicate that. I mean, just to me, this movie is someone stuck in a dead marriage who doesn't get out of it. But it's not marriage. dead. Yes, that's the thing. It's a. I'm generalizing, just, but it, it's passionless. a. Passionless. Yeah, passionless. Right. Because everything else, by every other measure, she's actually. She's got a lot of freedom to do, you know, to do yeah. things she enjoys, and mm -hmm. but she's not getting anything from her husband emotionally, yeah. which is why the doctor shows up. That's not a definition of a dead marriage. I'm getting nothing from my husband emotionally. <laughs> <laughs> Depends. Depends what your ex what your expectations are. Yeah, that's true. How so is this would make her, like, so make her change character then, if she? If that's what if it's, it, it might, it, well, we'll have to look at the overall story and see if which 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 quad seems to speak better to what the story is showing. So if we look over in, I have a question. Yes. Um, how is evaluation reevaluation different than acceptance and not acceptance? Acceptance, one is the process, the other is the result. So acceptance, not acceptance is after you've done an evaluation and you're looking at the result. And acceptance says, "I'm going to go. I'm. I'm going to. I think that that's fine. I, I'm going to. I think this. This is. This is acceptable. Or I'm going to reject this because it's. It's not acceptable. As opposed to the process, which is, I'm going to look at things by comparing to where I was and where I am now, and and how how does that compare to?" Oh, that doesn't show me the kinds of way I'm looking at it. it. I don't like the way that's looking. If I look only just at my parameters right now, I like the way it looks better. But how can you tell that she's in the process and not the result? Um, well, because we're not. Well, for, we're not really hearing. We th we hear what little we do hear about this from her. I don't think this is an area that's not as explicit. But we we hear about the things that she's thinking about. You know, how she's going, she's she's really thinking about this this process of how she's figuring out whether she should be doing it or not. Okay. That's a that's a process. She's not saying, well, if I do this, it's going to be here, and if I do that, it's going to be here. It's going to fall out this way or that way, and I think that this way will solve my problem. Um, that would be much more results oriented. She doesn't seem to be looking at results at all. She definitely seems to be much more focused on process. You know. And a contemplation as a process, not as a, as opposed to conceiving an idea, which is looking at the resultant. You know, you're trying to prevent people from arriving at that idea that oh, there's something going on here, and as soon as they do, that's when they have to go to a different venue. And someone seems to be getting close on the. Oh, you guys are a couple, huh? It's like, oh, okay, now we got to go on to you know our next. Next venue. Okay. And of course, the one that gets the closest is the last one, which was the the doctor. I mean, not not the very last one because the very last one was at was at home, and he's clueless. But she, at that point, is pretty much already changed, or she has come to a conclusion. Okay. I, mean, I don't mean changed, but she's she is finalized whatever she is. Does that, that help? Yeah.
Okay. Great. So let's let's pop over to the overall story. And we're gonna have a couple of different choices. So we have two different quads with this. And um oh interesting. Hmm. So we either have this group under expediency, uh, in action protection, reduction, production, or this group under deficiency, pro probability, possibility, evaluation, and reevaluation. So this is what looking at in terms of the um, the big picture. So this is all of the characters, all of the busybodies and the people in the pub and the, or the the train cafe. Um, the doctor's friend, the various women friends that they bump into. Um, does any does either quad uh, seem to ring better, or even even does one of the variations speak to you more than the other? Well, it has to be the one with protection and inaction, right? Should if she's going to be a change character. Yeah. No, I just meant because, like, what we should and shouldn't do... As expediency, As expediency, mean? yeah. Because um, there's a lot of inaction <laughs> as a response towards stuff that's going on. I mean, and look at this. Look at the this of other characters. I think with the expediency thing, you know, it's like, oh, we're not open yet, or we're not closed yet, or we're closing, you know, it's like, well, could you just give this to me? You see lots of these little... Just give me a drink. Yeah, you know. It's easiest, to, the best thing to say is the sandwiches are fresh. Right. 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 And, and then what was, there was the relationship between the barmaid and that the, the yeah, conductor or whatever. Not, yeah, whatever. he's not a conductor, but he's one of the guards. Train guys. The, the train, the station agents. Station master. Station master, okay, thank you. Um... Yeah, I mean... But was she having an affair with him? Wasn't that the... Yes. No, they're the flirtation. Flirting? Okay. Yeah, but it was also Don't Kiss Me Here, because someone might get an idea. Right. Oh, okay. Um, but I think... expediency is also like, hey, this is the only table you should sit. Right. It, uh, it didn't feel... Like, deficiency is, is a lack of something. Right? There's just right. missing that... In an odd way, this it didn't feel like the problem here was a lack of things. I mean, no. it just doesn't ring true. The only comment you saw that was her talking about her husband. But that was not a, you know, that was just a throwaway in a one spot. Whereas you do see a lot of people doing things because they're sort of easy, yeah. or they should be doing it. You know, it's that the I mean, expediency is kind of that should thing. Um, See, the four things under permission don't fit, but, like, the whole thing seems about permission they're doing. Well, I think... No. You might see this as the catalyst, the thing that's going to drive the story forward, um, you know. Okay. Or it could be the main character, Critical Flaw. This catalyst sounds a little better to me, but... Um, so, that it's it's clearly part of it, you know. It's, it's more than just, you know, being in there. I mean, it, it seems to me expediency does feel stronger, which would make her a change character. And now we were a lot talking about steadfast characters. Yeah. And I mean, you've got someone who is courting uh, an affair, and eventually she basically has to... She calls it off. She's the one who has to call it off. She's been passive the whole time. 
and she finally, you know, does something about it. She almost kills herself. Thank God she doesn't. But that would have been would that would have been production. <laughs> I think that would, been re- that would have been reduction. <laughs> <laughs> Um, no, because it, I mean it would have been when her basically switching from a beer to a doer, right? And she doesn't go quite the do- to change quite to the domain level, but she is definitely more inclined that way than she ever was. Interesting. Um, so it's like a half a change. Well. It's a see. She's Words changed, but because it's no, it's a change, but because it's a. I think because the inequity is still unresolved, it's still unsettled. You know, it's like I think she's. I think she's changed. She's not going. She's not going to go back. No. And it would be. It was, I'd be very surprising if she even decided. If, if she even went back on Thursdays to London, or where that was London, wasn't it? No, no. I mean. No. It seemed to me that she probably would not be doing that. She, yeah. she might pick a different day, but right. she want to make. She would not be doing anything to possibly run back, run into him. Was that Milford? Milford, wherever it was, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's the. That's all right. Yeah, somewhere, wherever it was. Right. Town, into town. Um. Yeah, I wouldn't have minded. Sorry. Um. There, nobody would notice. <laughs> so, I, I think if we choose this, um, now we're down to as Papa and Edward. Four story forms. Let's just go. How did you know that if you choose expediency, then she's a changed character? Because it means that the a changed character shares the problem and solution elements with the overall story domain. And a steadfast character shares the symptom response elements with the overall story domain. So um, we've got quite a few. Well, so it does say her, that she's a stop. Well, we knew that. She's a changed character. Um, and so we have for the overall story. Conceiving an idea, an expediency, which we chose. What are, what are some of the things we didn't choose? Okay, so for the influence character, we have... So, Alec, doc, uh, Alec is a situation, the present. His issue is attempt. You know, applying oneself to something not known to be within one's ability. Seems they certainly seem to be um, trying to woo her mm-hmm. away. It's really weird because he never has any specifics. <laughs> he never talks about how to do it. He's certainly talking about doing it. You know, <laughs> right? He never says, "I'll rent a flat." We'll no, there's there's none of that. That's which is where you'd have your obtaining and all that stuff, and you get mm-hmm. into morality, self-interest, and you know, and we kind of have run into the excuses and all those kinds of things that suddenly come up in the question. It's never that conversation. Um, his problem is is reevaluation, uh, and his symptom, his protection, and his response is oh, it, okay. So I think for him, this inaction, this is him. You know, she 
she says something or does something, and he basically steps back and just lets her her do it or not do it. You know, he's not. He does not put any pressure on her to act, which of course makes her have to do sort of everything. Well, I'll just be over here in this flat by myself, you know. <laughs> yeah. You know, oh, okay. Well, you can just, you go there and I'll, I'll come and meet you, you know, but it's just, you know, I'll bring you to this really romantic place and then you know, <laughs> just not do anything. <laughs> like, wow, you really are a tease, you know. Oh, I've, I've got this job offer that can, but I won't do anything until you say something. You know, it's like, <laughs> but that's but that's what's necessary to push her. You know, right. it's it's the thing that because she will, she's not inclined to to act at all. She's a beer, and she's a very cerebral beer. You know, constantly in her head, evaluating, reevaluating, contemplating, you know, and doubting all over the place. It's like, okay, that's this, he's the right foil because if he was if he was doing everything for her, she would be it'd be easier for her to go along in a very passive role. But he's not allowing her to be passive in this, right? Because he's he's kind of taking that stand back approach. And one of the unique abilities is just a straight out attraction. Uh, for for him. And oh, that. now I have to do a mea culpa. Um, on the influence character, yeah, it sure seems to be attraction. Um, I have been defining it too narrowly and too specifically. Over time, I've sort of narrowed it down. And Melanie and I had a conversation about this. And um, you're talking about attraction, talking about unique. Ability. No, I'm talking about the, the influence character unique ability. It is actually, it's, it is broader. It's not specifically about the main character's unique ability. I mean, it is, but it isn't. It's not as specific. What it really is, is, I mean, it's, it's much broader and makes more sense. And it's what we originally wrote, and it was like, oh, gosh, I got really off, I got really off base on this. Um, so the, main, the influence character unique ability is their unique ability to make their unique ability to force the main character to change. That is really what it, it, it's, they can, it's not about the overall story, it's really about their position to mold that, that main character, to make that main character have the capability to change. That's what you've always said, isn't it? No, I was getting a little more specific, I was saying how it would undermine the main character's unique ability. Ah. Mm-hmm. So I was connecting it to the overall story, and it's not as direct as that. It's much more subjective. And MC unique ability is pardon the, the main character unique. Ability that one is that. in fact connected to the overall story. Okay. That's it's so it's like the main character's unique ability is the, the quality that makes the main character uniquely able to have to influence the overall story in a way such that it ends in success. If they're not the protagonist, they're the ones that have the key to making the protagonist, you know, 
making the effort of the protagonist succeed. Oh, I happen to have that thing, you know. I know how to do that. <laughs> you know, it's that kind of thing. <clears throat> or they've got a quality about them, or whatever. So, regardless of whether or not the main characters change or steadfast, their unique ability is all about changing the main character. Changing, okay. And no they are, and their critical flaw is what undermines their effectiveness the at okay. at influencing the main character. So the main, the influence character represents the alternative path. Right. So their ability to affect them and to basically convince the main character that they're on the wrong path is tied to the, main, the influence character's unique ability. They, they convince them they're on the wrong path? Sure. Now, that doesn't mean they are on the wrong path, but to, to change paths is a better way to think of it. You know, at, at the beginning of any backstory, isn't it, there's an inequity. There's some imbalance. Some choice has to be made. You know, it's do I, do I go to junior college or do I join the army? You know, whatever. And then all sorts of decisions get based on, on that original choice and, and all sorts of things in one's life get built on it. And if it becomes troublesome, that original choice comes back, then it, it can be really sensitive. Whatever path that you that that main character chose, whether it was going into the army or going into the junior college, the influence character represents that other path. That's why they have that ability to influence them. That's why them and nobody else. And by them, I mean a perspective. It could be a class of people, a group of people, or a series of, of things that do it. But it's that perspective that represents that alternative, the other side of the inequity, the path not chosen. You know, and it's always that you know you think of this story about I, I came to a fork in a path, and at what point they chose one path, and now they're regretting that they didn't go down that other path. The guy who gets married instead of going off and into his career, the guy who gets career and leaves his girlfriend at the altar, or whatever it is. Later on down the line, they regret that choice. Well, this influence character represents that alternative the path. Take this path instead of the path that you had originally taken. Which means you kind of have to undo everything you've done in order to get back to that original choice. Which is why it's not a one-step deal. I don't necessarily have to literally undo it, but you have to metaphorically undo it. You have to go through the tearing down of those justifications that keep you from really seeing that that other path is still available to you. And so that's what the influence character represents, and as such, the, the, the unique ability is what makes them tied to it at the thematic level. Because obviously at the element level, you've got <coughs> one of the pairs of elements that are in the influence character are going to also be in the quad with the main character problem elements. So there's all their connections at all all levels. Alright, so all right. we pick attraction. So if we pick attraction as the thing that the unique unique ability, so this would be Alex's ability to in oh of course do anything. the past. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Just reduce it to work. Yeah we just have the relationship over here. 
So we have our main character's unique ability is appraisal, critical flaw repulsion, um, which we can also think of as sort of as rejection, uh, potentially, or or yeah, you know, she certainly is repulsed by what people might think of her. Um, like her, like she's scrambling out of the, she can't be seen. Um, her, oh, a benchmark for memories, of course. We're talking about that. Uh, catalyst of need and inability, in, in, inhibitor of analysis. Hmm. That's interesting. Now, what was the other option for benchmark if we had you didn't work. pick that one? We had work, which, let's try it. We can see what that looks like. So there you get permission catalyst there, and you get holistic. That's a failure bad story. Holistic, change stop, holistic, failure bad. No wonder you like that. No, no, it's not that I like it. No, no, I just, uh... Boy, this is really subjective. I don't see him... Oh, don't start with me. <laughs> um... Wow, no, because I don't know about single story for him too. Yeah, I don't know about the benchmark of the past for him. As much as I the don't see the future yeah, for him either. Well, he represents like hmm? it's more so than the past. Except it's did I make the right choice for the guy in there? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, innermost desires works for her. See, and I, I like innermost desires for her, and I like um. Permission for the catalyst seems this, a lot this, better than need. This may be a semantic thing, but it is his work that brings him there. Right. So, yeah. is that a semantic mm. thing? Well, no. Or is it... It is. Work can... You can use work in that context. And basically what work means, though, is it's doing something within your capabilities. Right. Um, and the fact that he can take the time off. He can do all the. He basically, his availability. You know, it it all of that uh, kind that of work mm -hmm. would really be what might be difficult for her because he's just he get his work done early. Yeah, I mean, yeah. availability because he can is rings pretty true. So I just have a question though: if his ability to get the car. Yeah. His ability to get was the that flat. his boss or was no, that it was his buddy with the buddy. flat. Okay. His ability to get the flat. I mean, those are that's pretty big. Mm -hmm. So can that you? Almost, sorry. So no, go ahead. No, no. I'm on I, that thought. feels more. Um, that feels deeper to me. Uh huh. So which it, in that way I like it more. I gotta say. Can can you look at the master? Because John and I both thinks it's, it's good. I'm sorry. When you look at the master, sometimes there's story forms where, like, the good-bad doesn't change. Can you change that to good? Just curious. Nope. No, no, good. The the judgment. Oh, oh, oh. Yes. And does that change anything? Sure that she's it, uh, it might change the... It does change the order. So yeah, it changes the order. Wait, which... did we decide that she's holistic or it decided for us? It decided, it decided for us. For us. I, I still don't see any sign of that, though. Yeah, but I feel like she's more holistic. So, well, just like the the whole thing about how she knew where it was going and how she's trying to keep the balance between her husband and between this guy, and I see that more as like 
trying to keep it going as long as she possibly can. Even knowing that it was doomed from the... the the other thing about it being about being holistic that I think is I was trying to stay out of that conversation earlier the other thing about it being holistic is that um, she's always worried about how things affect the relationships with those that she's with mm-hmm. trying to find you know with the whether it's the girlfriends, or the, the busybody, or even the people, you know, who are judging her, or whatever. It's like she's always trying to find out where sort of the deficiencies are, and, and trying to minimize sort of balance problems, mm-hmm. which is why she didn't want to be caught by the roommate because she didn't want her. It would sort of put her in a deficit relationship. Right, because even I can't. It's funny because I, it feeling trying to fill out an if then statement with with him. Like if he catches me, then. Jer- right, but what that does. There's no, but there's no end to it. That's no, no, saying. no, no. But what she does see is she sees the world as, I'm. I'm, toying at the edges of these, sort of like these wells, that could, I could suck me in, socially, emotionally. You know, um, in, in my relationship with other people, and I have to be that's that's what she's constantly trying to keep balanced so that the so nothing gets too out of whack. <clears throat> and even when, uh, and then what, which, and as a, as a beer, her technique is to suck it into bring it into herself. So when she has at the very beginning slash end, when she's got that busybody with her. She's she takes it into herself, and I'm faint. I'm not feeling well. To really, and he's a doctor, mm-hmm. you know, to sort of take it away from anything that could possibly be seen as romantic. Yeah, you know, that's much more of a holistic technique because there's no cause and effect. There's no sense that it's going to. If I do this, this will cap. This will happen, but I can modulate sort of the relationships. Right. And she seems to be much more like that. Yeah, I buy that. Um, <clears throat> but that makes the um, outcome failure. Are we decided well, on that? What's the goal? I missed the beginning. Yeah, have, so I didn't what, what is the goal? Well, we have see if the the goal we have con- well we have conceiving an idea. Oh, if conceiving right. is an idea, is a goal then failure? Yeah. I mean, Nobody it could be that out. it's getting the idea that this could work out and consequence they they learn that this just isn't gonna be um well I suppose the other thing is that you know you see the requirements of changing one's nature and you definitely see some failure in that. You know, ultimately she doesn't really change her nature um, <clears throat> the uh, forewarnings, innermost desires. Right? I think that's probably really good. Preconditions of the future. Uh, let's just look at what they are. They any different with? Uh, yeah, they're the opposite. Requirements to run the plan. 
far more animal like memories and some warnings though. Yeah, that's a different story. I, I mean, I've seen that story, but that's not this one. I think the work one. I think the work one is more appropriate. Again, he's he's kind of a, a functional character. You know, I mean, he's really so much on her. We have her unique ability is investigation. Um, that's that's interesting. Oh, that doesn't speak too much to me. Gathering evidence to resolve questions of validity. So for that, the goal isn't going out with him. Will this work? Oh, oh yes, in terms of the conceiving an idea. Yeah. Okay. Yes. I guess so. Um, critical flaw of attempt. Attempt is the opposite of work. Attempt is trying to do something that's outside your known abilities. And she clearly... It's like they're playing with it. Like, is this going to work? Is this is this something that can happen? Well, she, I think it clearly attempt fails. Yeah. It is a failed attempt. Mm-hmm. Which, that'll basically... You have a bad learning experience. And the consequence, it's interesting. I think if you look at the consequence of learning, what she's ta- saying in her monologue at the end about if her husband ever learns of this, it, it will undo everything. And so she has, she's learned the lesson, but she can't share it. So that's, it's kind of like this the big or else that she has to, has to pay. As well as, well, isn't there also Adam, sort of? She, uh, I, I feel like she's in such. Again, I didn't see where she started at the beginning, but I feel like her tears at the end are tears of, I've learned something that I'll never get again. I've experienced something that I will never have again. Well, that's that's Jim's thing, which that's, is that's why he was saying if it was a failure, good story. It, see, the thing is, if you interpret the, the tears as tears of relief. No, I'm not saying I said Well, no, no, bad, but if you but did, then it's a, you could easily see it as good. Mm-hmm. If you see it as tears of, you know, sadness, then it's bad. Um, I don't... See, the thing is, is that... It's tears of goodness. Yeah, but I think it's... One of, this <laughs> is the other bittersweet. Well, this is the other thing about judgment. Judgment is not about the main character, per se. The main character is the one who usually is the is the... What is the the meth the way most writers use express it? But it's if you look at this story, is there anything about this that you think is is good about it? I think that it's bad. Is it basically? Well, see, I thought you were making that argument for good. Because <laughs> at the end, the husband says something that he never says at the beginning of the during the entire story. He's come back to me. You feel his yearning for his wife, his need for his wife. And I think she feels like, oh, I still have him there waiting for me. And I, I still think culturally, like, that is a good thing in 1945. It may be. There. It may be, as, as you like, saw, that that one is, not, it's a free, it's a, we'd have to look at the act order and see which act order it speaks. Yeah. Wait, so, so judgment is not main character? It's usually seen through the main character, but it uh-huh. is, it is, that's why it's in the story part. And not in the main character part. Mm-hmm. It's 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 really about it's a it's an assessment of is the inequity resolved? 
So outcome is like whether the goal is met. Yeah, the, 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 basically, is outcome is the logistic assessment, and judgment is the emotional assessment. That's why you get the feel of it being a bittersweet ending or a downer or a upper. That's that's why you, when they're combined and they usually you, you get the logic and the feeling of it, sort of blended together. Um, very often, the main character is also the protagonist, so you you get that sort of twofer. Yeah. Um, it's a lot more obvious that when they're not the same how this can be seen separately from the main character. When you have a main character like this, we're, we're pretty much seeing it. She's the one who's the protagonist in this. She's the one who's trying to sort of achieve this goal. Um, it doesn't seem to... And, and, and it does fail. I mean, how does her um, approach change, though? As in the how does her approach change? To a doer. Well, we don't see that. Okay, the closest thing we see is that she's she's gonna she's she rushes out to kill herself. And that's the closest thing we see to her as a doer. Um, but it's really not answered. That part, she goes back home, and we don't know whether or not she is a changed person because we don't really see we don't see anything that's after that. Uh, do you think that? It would be a stronger story if we saw some weakness in her husband. No, I think because see the thing is, no, I think it would be actually. I think I think the fact that he is exactly what he is is what makes it so difficult for her because he's a good person. Yes. He's a good provider. He's a good father. He's a good husband. He just isn't an emotional person. And what she, what she get, makes a connection with Alec is that he's this emotional creature that they have, they get, you know, physical. Well, maybe they don't get physical, maybe they do. It's, it's kind of hard to say because there's a bunch of fade-outs and fade-ins. But um, the point is, though, is that there's a, there's a really passionate attraction between them that seems to be gone from her relationship. And and he, her husband himself, is just not a an emotional person, I imagine, who says, I love you, and <coughs> and feels that way toward her. So, um, but they, I think that it, he, he needed to be deficient for her to feel that the, the attraction that she ended up being, uh, having for her ally. But doesn't Alec adopt more her point of view than because he's, from the start, he's gung-ho, we can make this work, I love you, I love you, I love you, it can work. And then he gives up. Whereas she's, from the start, this will never work, can't work, can't work, can't work. Well, now, that's what she says, but it's not what she does. Remember, she was start, She said she started off, and it was just sort of like this happenstantial thing, and then it grew into something that she felt that she couldn't, you know, that, that she couldn't live without. But then she basically had to. She had to wear the pants. I almost, you know? I almost wonder if the goal is I'm trying to figure out how to make this work, you know, and that's why those are the options they go through that get get shot down. And at the end, she she just can't figure out a way to make it work, you know. 
Mm-hmm. And that's why she says, no, I can't ask you well, to Well, it's uh, got to be careful. The goal is going to be everybody. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Really, it's not just them. <coughs> so it's got to be, how do you, you know, if yeah, it's, how do you, yeah, yeah. how do you have a, how do you balance your emotional life with a, you know, with a, you know, personal life? You know, personal life with a professional life or personal life with the love life or I don't know. Because you see, you see the other characters, especially the ones in the cafe, playing with that. You well, know, and wasn't the I still think the barmaid was trying to convince that guy to act a certain way or to absolutely be a certain way. No, know? he she was she wanted to be courted a certain way, right. and and she it. was very clear in how she wanted to be get what was acceptable and what wasn't, and it was mm-hmm. not really he wasn't getting it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, yeah, he, he he didn't get. He didn't get it, you know, and I think that's kind of what this is, is that, what, you know, the goal is how do you have, how do you create a, how do you have a relationship develop and so that people under, sort of they get it without having to tell them what it's, what the, what it's about. Um, and that was the one thing that, that made Alec different is that he certainly seemed to get it. Yeah. Out of everybody in that story, he certainly seemed to be the one who might be able to make it work. But unfortunately... Yeah, everyone in the story was really coy. Yeah. He was really straightforward. Right. Yeah. Well, that's, again, the manipulation. You know, the yeah. Game. But do we think the signposts fit with this story form? Yeah, can we compare the good versus the bad? So John and I can win. <laughs> ah. um, the only problem is I think the bad ones probably were better. <laughs> but so like the overall good, story we've got developing a plan, changing one's nature, playing a role, saving an idea. This is which one are we looking at now? This is this is bad. Okay. And if we change it Oh wait, we don't have to do that. We just have to Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's the same. same. So she changes. She's different. Yeah. Relationship is different. Okay, so she is memories, impulsive responses. See, this one would be much better as four, but um, even contemplation's okay. The bad. This, these are good. Uh, I think relationship looks good. The relationship looks better. Yeah, Doing, obtaining, better. learning, understanding. <clears throat> yeah. That looks good. And we have him as the past. Now things are changing. The future is the present. So then if we go back and choose bad and look at the signposts, with impulsive responses, innermost desires, contemplation, memories. That looks pretty good to me. Um, the relationship is understanding, doing, obtaining, learning. Uh, past, how things are changing. That didn't change. He's the same in both. Yeah. How was his first signpost the past? Um, well, because she's telling the story? No, no. I, my guess is, if you see the inciting event as uh, him taking the 
you know, them meeting. Mm-hmm. That's, that's, that's the beginning of the story. Then the next time we really see him, it's sort of like, oh, you know, we knew, I know you from what happened. You know, it's sort of like, uh, okay, I'm making this connection with this person I, I've recently met. I mean, it's a really weak one. But we only see, we don't see a lot of him per se. But that's about, and he don't, we don't hear anything about his past per se, but it's his past, it's like a near past. Uh, before before I go, I yeah. want to ask you a couple of questions about my, my play. Um, who was the top pitcher for the Yankees in 09? C.C. Sabathia. What? C.C. Double C. Sabathia. Oh, Sabathia. Mm-hmm. And who did they play in, in, in there? In the World Series, they played the Phillies, Philadelphia. Oh. Okay. All, All right. right. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, good night. Thank good you night. very much. Good night. I know every baseball fact. No, I'm kidding. I'm a Yankee. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, I mean, see, I like the relationship in the other one. I can see how the main character one works nicer here, but I just don't think it's a tragedy compared to something that's bittersweet. I agree with Jim. Thank you. <laughs> we can't change the outcome. Yeah, I don't think it's better. Like, if anything, like the outcome could be good because nobody finds out. But judgment is bad. She feels crappy at the end. No. No, I don't. I don't see yeah. that. Wow. She feels nurtured that. and loved. Wow. I feel like she realizes what <laughs> she no. is doing. Oh, and then you guys are with him, the coming, even her husband. Yeah, even her husband. <laughs> coming back and saying, you know, I'm glad you came back to me. Like, I feel like that was a reconnection. Like, you know what? It was a bad dream, and now I'm reconnected with you. So he, did he know that she judgment. was having a bad dream? Well, he knew that she was feeling, she said that I was, you know, I'm not doing well. And see, he said, was it a bad dream? Yeah. And she oh, because yes. it's all happening that night. That yeah, it's, happen- well, it's oh, happening, right, right, right. Okay. you know, when she gets back after she's basically... So he's not saying the bad dream and of if like it's the, the past four yeah. Thursdays. No, 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 no. What she was thinking about what she would be telling him, mm, which yeah, about yeah, yeah. what had just happened. Yeah. She, he asks her, is it, you know, because he, he's concerned about what she looks like, and he says, was it a bad dream? And she basically said, yeah. Yeah. Because, um, oh, well, you know. and I agree. Did she really run outside to try to kill herself, or was she just looking for that? No, she really ran out and tried to run outside the colors. She ran out to see if he was still there. <laughs> yes. <laughs> no, she knew he'd already gone, and that was the tr- that was the that express was the train. train. Yeah. yeah. She knows that. I mean, I, by the time of that that part of the movie, I knew what the bells were for the express train. Were. It <laughs> 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 only had three different bells. Bells, you know, his, or hers, and the express train. Mm-hmm. Um. So I mean. I'm I'm okay either way. Um, I think that the I think at the time it might have attempted to be good, so that it wasn't Cause if, just if you a think tragedy. Of the story judgment, not the main character judgment. It's like it's a good thing she came back, and she's not going to have the, any more affairs. Didn't yeah. abandon her family. Yeah, but be careful about treating that objectively, though. No, I mean, it's emotionally it's it an emotional like, thing. Okay. Yeah, it's the emotional assessment, not. Hmm. A value judgment of, um. of because that you would impose from the outside. No, so inside the story, are things back to normal tomorrow morning when she gets up? 
No. Or Her? is yeah, no. I mean, you've got this world where this this uh, this affair happened, and is it going to is the family going to be okay, or is she going to be kind of like you know Miss Catatonia or whatever? The family's going to be okay, but she's going to be Miss Catatonia. Right, which is going to be very disruptive in the in the relationship. But I mean, it it did it did seem, but for her, it's a, it was a bad dream. Well, I see, she, the thing is, is that she, what she did is she said, I want, to, I want to remember this. I want to sort of commit this to memory, and then I want to move on. That's, yeah. I think, no, but she said, the, I don't want to forget a single moment. Right, right, right. right. That's what she said. I want to, no, 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 but the whole point about committing it to memory is I'm going to take it out of now. And I'm going to put it back then. And she's going to reduce it down to what it was. <laughs> no, 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 I mean, no, 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 yes. She's yes. reducing it. That's her solution. She yes. reduces it down to just a memory. There. Oh, yeah, yes. right. And yeah, she's right. okay. Yeah, and in fact, production would be it's like, I'm going to find another guy. Oh, the, <laughs> no, production would be, I'm she'd make, she'd, well, she'd... She'd go to Johannesburg. She'd start writing. No, that. she'd basically, <laughs> this thing would blow up into something much bigger for her and much she more tragic. Yeah, she'd have a professor for the guy. But uh, anyway, that's not the that's not that story. Um, so, I mean, I I think I I can see it either way because I think it's the way it's the way it's played is ambiguous, mm-hmm. and the the big change in the signposts is really whether or not you start with memories and then contemplation, or start with contemplation and then memories. And, you know, in both of them, you've got the flashbacks mm-hmm. as part of the story. Right. Um, and then the contemplation. Is the vo- those are the two big voiceover parts for her. So, either way... <coughs> I have no dog in this way. <laughs> right. And doing, obtaining, gathering information, understanding... See, the relationship, I think, yeah. is stronger. Yeah, I think they're... Yeah, I do, too. I think that the, I think the relationship is stronger. And I actually really do like. I'm reducing this to what it was. And I'm yeah. In my, my memory book. I mean, she pretty much says yeah. that. Yeah. No. That. Um. And reduction is for what? Solution. It feels more Rain Man than Hamlet. Oh, I do like. Oh, that's right. That's for solution. Did you like what? I do like the uh, relationship inhibitor of deficiency. I mean, you know, the thing that kind of slows them down is, you know, they don't have... Huh? They're not very good at it. Well, but they don't have... They can't really go out... But that doesn't change with good or bad. No, no, no. No, it was just we hadn't talked about it. The catalysts are prerequisites, you know, we've got meeting in certain place and time and doing all this kind of stuff, and that actually does make sure that it happens on a regular basis and it moves forward. Um, but the deficiencies are, you know, they, they can't, where they can meet, what they have, you know, they don't have a, they don't have a, a flat in town where they can just, you know, have a tryst and whatever. So all those kinds of things make it impede the, the development of the relationship faster than sort of it, it does go. So I think that's fine. And how does induction and deduction work? Oh. Here Can we skip go over those. Again. There's six dots. Ah, it's nine ten. 
Okay. Okay. No, this is a good question. But that's the one that's I couldn't write. Sure. There is. It's it's like that's my too. Okay. So what that would mean is that if you ask them what's the problem in their relationship, induction is where you make where you try to find things that are that partially match. You know. So let's induction. That's induction. So let's. Here's. This is just a completely non-story example. Let's say you had the letters R, E, and S. So you could look for words that had R, E, and S in it in any place in any order, and they would all. And there are games that are like that, you know. Whereas deduction is that you can you have to have a word that it can only have words that only have R, E, and or S. So it's like you're deducing it down to the things where it's, where it's a certainty. You know, there's no, it's reducing just sort of pulls it down like 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 R E or S, um. <clears throat> but it has to. You're trying to narrow things down. Whereas uh, deduction is that you're just like certainty. I have to. It's got to have all and every single thing, the smallest possible combination. So, like, might be the word, you know, maybe there's a word order that's involved in that that would even deduce, you know, deduction. But, you know, so there's only one way that you could put those letters that would have the meaning that you're looking for. That would be a deduction. So now in this context, um, it's, to me, it's almost like, and I can't think of an example, maybe if I explain it, and you might come up with the examples from the movie. Induction might be, okay, there are several different ways to read this. But deduction is, okay, what is what is it that really we're talking about? You know, as a way to solve problems in the relationship. So it's okay. kind of like you might have innuendo or something that might be misinterpreted because you're partially right and it does kind of fit in that category. But no, no, exactly what is this that we're looking at? But how is it their symptom? Huh? How is induction their symptom? Well, them being like, together and being seen together could be construed as something like... Right, he might be... It could be, be many listed. things. Okay, but right. people so, deduce that they Right, but what she does is she, she basically says, no, this is my friend. She basically says, okay, here is exactly the kind of relationship it is. Mm-hmm. The friends are trying to say, whoa, well, it could be this, or it could be that, or it could be the other things, you know, you've got, he's handsome, he's this, so they're... It's different than production because then that'd be making something of it, <clears throat> the gossiping, etc. Mm-hmm. Which you never see it get past just the the inference that maybe there's something there. Um, and that's that's what induction would be. Look at this relationship and what kind of relationship is it? Is, is it you know, where you basic you know the the um, the the uh, guy who owns the flat? Yeah. He was. It, he was a, using induction to try to sort of make a comment about their relationship. Um, but he deduced it from the scarf. Well, no, he no, said no. no. He yeah. said oh, there's a guy and a and my, you know, the 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 um, uh, Alec was saying here's this. Well, no, actually he wasn't even doing that. The guy was saying, well, it's a patient and it might be this. And but then I heard the scrabbling around and so he's trying to find okay what it is. Mm-hmm. But basically he says okay. He, for him, he deduced that this is not the kind of activity I need in my... So, as far as your relationship with this person, it's not going to end up here anymore. So, you know, that 
that deduction. It didn't go beyond that point, so it was, it was ended, but it pushed things. It solved a, a potential problem, but potential, but, but pushed it on to the next phase, essentially. Right. I think that's probably one of the act turns, too, is the, the showing up of the roommate, mm -hmm. the flat on her. Yeah, because suddenly, oh no, you know. But that's that's how that's the difference between induction and deduction. This podcast was brought to you by Wright Brothers, creators of software for writers since 1982. Visit us at www.screenplay.com and www.dramatica.com.